This episode of The Homan Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash homanpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now on to the show. Uh-oh. Homan Podcast Time! That's right, Benford Tools is proud to present a Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam, and you all know my co-host, Jordan. Mm, Oscar-nominated Jordan, right? <laughs> Jordan, uh, didn't you get a nomination for, was it sound mixing this year? <laughs> yeah, uh, that and my special effects. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, like special... the... Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah, you, you play that air horn like it's nobody's business. What I are you know. doing this morning? Uh, I'm doing... I should say afternoon for me. An afternoon for you as well. <laughs> afternoon <Yeah>. all around. <laughs> Is it afternoon for you? I thought you were an hour behind me. You know, I'm looking at a clock that's actually not been uh, adjusted since you like time. time. You know what they say about time? It's all flat. relative. I thought it was a flat circle. It's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's of the essence as well. Uh, it is not past noon here. The clock is just wrong. The clock, you know, the damn thing's only right twice a day. Broken clock. Uh, is that battery powered or what? It's shocking that we weren't able to lure a big time celebrity guest on our podcast uh, yesterday. With, with Believe it or not, what back. we were talking about before we started was perhaps more was boring even, than clocks. Even worse. What'd you eat for breakfast, though? What'd you eat for breakfast? Let's At least Oscars, big man. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Big you man. Love, you love movies, big man. <laughs> Big man, big fella, goes about 6'8", 240. Uh, Jordan, um, you probably haven't seen a lot of the Oscar-nominated films this year. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what's listed, like, for, yeah. you know, Best Supporting Actor or yeah. Best Film or whatever, but I've probably watched Zero, so you'll okay. have to fill me in. I thought instead of, t- I mean, I- I've seen, all right, so there's... Well, and we also fall into this thing where we talked about, you know, maybe uh, what would we pick for the Oscars, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But by the time yeah. this goes out, the the Oscars will have already happened. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, such as, you know, our Black Panther review and other things. <laughs> we often, yeah, we, I was like, we got to talk about Black Panther. Culturally relevant. We've both seen it. Uh, we can do short Black Panther reviews. I really liked it. What do you think? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Okay, perfect. Right, Getting so- shorter than that? We got, we got it. Jordan, there are nine nominees for Best Picture. I've seen seven of them. Oh, boy. Uh, I have only not seen Call Me By Your Name and Phantom Thread. Um, <laughs> other than that, I've seen the other nine. Jordan, I'm going to name the movies and just tell me if you've seen any of them. Stop. Okay. Me, okay. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Epping, Missouri. Is that nine? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's How- all of them. That's yeah. 0 for that's 0 for nine. For okay, me. all right. So you weren't able to you weren't able to make out to the multiplex this year. Okay, so not I thought for that one. Uh, no. I thought maybe I could. Uh, I'm going to name some of the more obscure ones, and I kind of want you to just sort of guess what they're about. Sure. If you, if you actually know what they're about, I want you to tell me because that won't be fun. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I just guess exactly. Yeah, that's not who, who's that's that serve? No okay, way. Jordan, can you tell me what you think Darkest Hour is about? Um, well, I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those movies that kind of like goes around the country and remember that really big solar eclipse that we had this year? Yeah. yeah. It just goes from town to town as people are encountering like the solar eclipse and it talks about 
like the build up to it and then how it was really not that super exciting and then nobody's impressed anymore. So it's kind of more of a documentary than anything. But what is really cool is the yeah. lighting in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's darkest hour. So they play with a lot of different types of lighting, sometimes dark, sometimes light. You're positing a world where they really, <laughs> really rushed a movie into production after that kind of disappointing uh, eclipse we had a couple months ago. Yeah, And, and it was critically acclaimed. <laughs> and, it, and it was Oscar nominated despite not being especially good. Uh, Jordan, darkest hour. Uh, here's the action. And I watched this one last night. Uh, so fresh in my mind. During the early days of World War II, the fate of Western Europe hangs on the newly appointed British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who must decide whether to negotiate with Adolf Hitler or fight uh, or fight on against incredible odds. So close. So, I mean, basically the same thing. Is that the one with Gary Oldman? It is. And he's, uh, pro- he's probably going to win. Uh, he's probably going to win lead actor. Oscar. So. I'm always impressed at how they can uh, take these actors Man, and put on all that stuff and I'll make them look what, like he, famous people. It's it's uh it's an enjoyable enough movie. It's probably better than I thought it was going to be. But he is really really good, and it's it's like the kind of thing where it's like uh, when you see Daniel Day Lewis as Lincoln? Like Lincoln, where you kind of think like, well, this is just Lincoln. Like it kind of feels like it's what the actual guy is because it bears yeah. no resemblance to uh, Gary Oldman from you know any of his roles from so. Batman or uh, Air Force One. <laughs> he should have been nominated for Air Force One. I love uh, Air Force One. If that just, comes on I, I TV. That. I'll watch yeah, that. That's a good one. That is a good. One. Get off my plane. <laughs> Either that or Con Air. I mean, could you get better in those two plane yeah, movies? Nineties had a lot of really good plane hijacking movies. You don't see enough of those anymore, probably because it's not that funny in light of <laughs> uh, major cultural events. But probably not. Instead, we just fight aliens. Slowly meander away from that topic. Jordan, uh, another film. Maybe you could guess the topic of would be. Phantom Thread. I think I know... Well, no, I don't know this one. I just... Does it have to do with the Phantom of the Opera at all? It has to, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's the writing of the Phantom of the Opera, uh, okay. and it really goes into detail about the costuming, uh, and there's a specific thread that is woven in from the writer's hair that has uh, <laughs> semblance to the actual storyline. Yeah, uh, no. Really close? I mean, I think you, you hit on a couple of things that are, are not a far thread. off. Yeah, definitely. So it's a, it's a drama set in 1950s London. Reynolds Woodcock is a renowned dressmaker whose fastidious life is disrupted by a young, strong-willed woman, Alma, who becomes his muse and lover. I mean, I, I guess maybe The Darkest Hour was a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a good guess. Thread. Last one, Jordan. Um... Hmm, I don't, which one of them I don't really want to choose. Uh, <laughs> let's call me by your name. I just don't, I don't, I don't think you'd get that close and I don't okay. know that explaining it would. I don't think I'm going to get close would, to any of them except for, for Dunkirk. Podcast, so. uh, you familiar with The Shape of Water? Uh, is that where they just like get all of these like see-through objects in different sh- shapes and sizes and just like pour water into them? <laughs> This is some of our best humor. <laughs> is that what happens? Yeah, it's it's uh, you're again you're very close. Um, so at a top research facility in the 1960s, a lonely janitor forms a unique relationship with an amphibious creature that is being held in captivity. What? I think you you might like that one. Uh, she she uh, the woman has uh, she has sex with a, a fish man. So wow. really happens multiple times. Good movie though. Wow. Yeah. I think mine might be better than that. No, I don't underestimate. Uh, so the Oscars are Sunday. Jordan, you probably won't tune in. 
You know, it is my favorite award show, but typically I've seen at least one or two of the movies. So. It's a pretty low bar. If this is your favorite award show and you haven't watched any of the movies, then I can't imagine how you treat your least favorite. <laughs> my favorite award show, well, they don't do it anymore, but it was that one year when they did the NBA fashion show <laughs> and Russell just, Westbrook won. Gosh, you're excited for when they, they televise picking uh, all-star teams next year with captains. Uh, I, will en- I will enjoy that. Yeah, it'll be, be great. A lot of commercial breaks. Too many. Uh, In the words of Dave Chappelle, we're going to take a quick commercial break. (laughs) Wow. Uh, You know, I don't know that I did that well in guessing those movies, but I definitely did watch episode 80 of the Home Improvement Podcast, Home and Podcast. Yeah. The episode title, I bet you're wondering. Yeah, what is is. it? It's Borland Ambition. Okay, yeah, for sure. Keep going. Uh, so this episode was written by Bob Bettinson and Bruce Ferber, so it got the Ferber treatment. Uh, Bob last did Death Begins at 40, and Bruce last did Back in the Saddle Shoes again. This episode aired October 25th, 1994. You got excited because this is right around Halloween. We thought we had a Halloween episode on our hands. Um... <laughs> we'll get into later about how yeah. it ended up turning out, but let's get into our alternative titles right now. Let's do it. I should have put more effort into these. Uh, I had a kind of a busy morning, and I think that my alternative titles kind of... <laughs> Who knew uh, that snow show in it. London would affect you all the way? I know, and- yeah. Uh, some, it snows in London, and then there's a, a you know there's just an effect across across the globe. Um, all right. Borland Ambition. My first one is... I have three. The yeah, not have- so... Jordan, sorry. <laughs> how don't you ever? You're going to say you have five. I'm well, proud yeah, of you. Well, yeah, I was going to say, should I go first? You don't want me reading all yeah, these back to back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, back, back, so, back, 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 back. <laughs> where's Boomer? Uh, noisy partner. Okay, so this is mine. <laughs> it's, it's easy to come up with five when you have noisy partner as well. <laughs> uh, the not so silent partner. See, I almost did that and I changed it to noisy. Mm-hmm. So, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, how about entrepreneur flip? Explain that one to me. Um, it's kind of Al's flip in personality here. It's so good, right? It's a good one. <laughs> it's All so good. right. Uh, little Al's big investment. Mm. How about half-brained Halloween? Yeah. Barely, barely even half-brained. <laughs> uh, this, is, this one really doesn't make sense. This is my last one, too. Overzealous and under par. Well, eh, you know it's fine. It's okay. Uh, I got two. One year. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Alda control instead of out. It's Al- Alta control. Sorry. Keep going. What's your last <laughs> one? I'm not. No, we're not even gonna talk about that. Alva <laughs> por la borda, which is Al goes overboard in Spanish. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I like. I say ambitious. I, I think that there is a, you know, when you have to explain your titles, they aren't, you know, you can't say they've been successful. But hey, I, you, I, you I know that you don't speak Spanish, so I think I've taken as much Spanish as you have in your life. I don't know. Let's not talk about it. Did you take it in college? No, but people took it from me. Plot synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> When Al buys 20% of Harry's hardware, 
He irritates everyone by becoming obsessed with the business, trying to change store policies, promoting the store on tool time, and spending less time with Eileen. Written by Skagari66. Yeah. So. You know what would have been a good title? Big Trouble and Little Al. Mm. Like Big Trouble and Little China? I think I, I think I... I'm adding that one onto my list. My fourth yeah, one, Big I Trouble mean, and Little Al. That's my last one. I mean, if we're comparing it to what we had before, it doesn't have quite the flair, around the world flair, as it's some of mine have. the yin-yang. All right. Uh, is there anything else we need to, need to go through here? Sorry. I hope not. All right. Are we opening? Let's open. Do we? Do you know, is, is Borland Ambition, is that playing on something? Well, it, you it, talked about Blonde Ambition a couple times, especially on your Periscope. Yeah, um, what is that, though? I looked it up now. Uh, well, there is a TV show, but there also is a famous Madonna tour. Okay, so that's probably what it is. Probably the Madonna tour. There's a movie How? with Jessica Simpson, uh, a young, this is Oscar nominated for 2007, uh, a young <laughs> professional becomes the unwitting pawn in a plot by two executives to take over a company. I saw it got one out of ten stars on IMDb. 3.9 out of 10, 14% of Rotten Tomatoes. 14% of Rotten Tomatoes. We should, do, we should do a bonus episode on that. <laughs> Let's not. Uh, you love Madonna, do you not? I would say I I not. I do not. <laughs> I don't I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't I would her. say I not. <laughs> I not. I do not. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I think uh, Madonna, in my opinion, as children she's, of the, nine, of the 90s. She's too much of a material girl for you. Yeah, she's too superficial. No, um, I don't know. I feel like I kind of missed that whole thing. Like, we were mm. too young when that was going on. So, like, when I think of Madonna, I just think of, uh, like, that music meets I... some people. <laughs> like, that's my perception of Madonna, which I'm mm. sure is not fair or accurate. Is she in four minutes to save the world? Yeah. Yeah. That's better, right? Uh, my parents had a Madonna CD, so I, I know much more Madonna shocking. than I should. That they have a Madonna CD. <laughs> Madonna and Michael Jackson, baby. And a lot of Michael J. Fox uh, VHS tapes in your basement. <laughs> and the Gloria Estefan, a surprising I think amount. Your dad helped Michael J. Fox like uh, build a new bathroom onto his house or something, or add a new addition just by buying my all dad the VHS or tapes. Or my mom. Hey, you tell me. Doc Hollywood, that's all I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Spin City, that was a, a mainstay in our house as well. A, yeah, that was a, that was a good show. I don't right. know. Let's talk about another good show, and that's Home Improvement. <laughs> Jeez. All I'll right, open. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll open. I'll take this one. Open with this dastardly fight song that oh, I hate man. so you, much. You, how sick to your stomach were you when this episode started with the Michigan fight song? It went on very long. Yeah. And maybe that's because you know, I'm a state fan. So yeah. uh, But it seemed like it went on a long time. I know. I yeah. I I don't know. With you know, with all the Michigan State stuff in the news right now, I was just happy it was Michigan. I, I don't want to have to get into any anything related to that. So the fact that he, you know, like I said in the, I said you know, I hate to recycle my Periscope bits, but you know, I only hey, so there's many. only 26 people listening to that. There's going to be many, many more listening to this. Probably two or three times as many if we're lucky. <laughs> I was just saying that. Don't you kind of think uh, maybe Tim should pick a side in the Michigan-Michigan State? I mean, I guess I get why they wouldn't do it, because they don't want to alienate viewers. But if Tim were a real man, <laughs> if Tim were a real man, if Tim were a actual person, he would he would not be wearing Michigan and Michigan State. He'd kind of pick a side, don't you think? Uh, well, my mom kind of just plays both sides of the fence as well. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, based on this episode, he has picked a side. Okay. 
we'll have to watch. We'll have to see if he is going to wear any Michigan State stuff. So you think he kind of drew a line in the sand in this episode? I mean, if you're you've got the pennant, you're waving it in people's face faces. Yeah. Uh, you got the fight song blaring. Uh, yeah. You're wearing the sweater. Yeah, I don't he, know. He, this, he this kind of seems... dropped. He kind of dropped Trow and said, "This is what I bring to the party." Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, he dropped okay. Trow. All right. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> Michigan fight song plays, and he's in the uh, Tool Time studio audience. He's got a pennant. He's being kind of obnoxious, and uh, I kind of like the woman in front of him because, like, you can tell she's just she is just a part. You know, she's just a, a studio audience goer, and she doesn't really know how to how to react. And I I appreciated that kind of um, she authenticity. Yeah, and she, like, laughs. She's, like, I guess, you know, giggling and nervous. The guy next to her was not impressed, really. He does yeah, his best not to laugh. You would, I feel like that would, if you were there, that'd play really well. You know, I feel like a lot of Tim Allen humor probably plays better in person than on TV, so I'm surprised mm. that guy was so nonplussed. It's like, if you're going to watch a, the recording of an episode of Home Improvement, I feel like that's kind of what you're looking for. You're a self-selected audience at that point, but, uh, yeah, he wasn't interested. But maybe he was just contemplating autumn and the fact that the leaves are changing and the weather's changing. Do you think? You're right, you're right. And uh, there's some banter between Tim and Al about, uh, you know... Tim makes fun of Alan. Al says he gets a lot more fan mail. Ten so, times. So like, much. is that like, so ten times, is that like ten letters in comparison to one throughout like yeah, a whole year? I mean, because there's no way they're getting a lot. The sample size might be small, but there was an episode earlier where there was like a whole, <laughs> she was, yeah. didn't Lisa bring out like a wheelbarrow or something? I don't something? know what was more in, unrealistic, the fan mail aspect in that episode or when they shrunk themselves down <laughs> a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> very, very much uh, grounded in not any kind of reality. It's yeah. autumn, Jordan. They're mulching. I know what mulching is, so I was kind of excited about that. I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I can. What they're doing here, I, this makes sense to me. You're getting uh, on board. Tim mulches some things. Eventually, he mulches Al's paycheck, um, which I don't know if this is worth even discussing. But I find myself wondering, how much is that paycheck? How much are these guys <laughs> making? Because they're later on in the episode, they have the opportunity to make a fifteen thousand dollar investment. I just am surprised that either one of these guys has 15K stowed away for something like this. And apparently Tim doesn't, but I'm surprised Al. Yeah, Tim doesn't. Al, we learn, is very shrewd with his money and hides it under his mattress. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll get to I that later. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't yeah. want to spoil anything. So, <laughs> you don't um, want to spoil this uh, 14-year-old episode. I don't. I hate. Yeah. like I, I would. That would be a shame for everybody. Uh, they're mulching, it's Halloween, Al is kind of concerned the whole scene that Tim's going to try to scare him. He's on end, guard. End of the scene, uh, a decapitated Halloween-esque head pops out and scares Al. It's scary. I mean, the head itself is scary. I, I would be scared by this You know, I let gag. down my guard because this episode, or this opening went kind of a little long, and mm-hmm. Tim, I should have known better because Tim was kind of acting, um, uh, competent with the mm-hmm. mulching and stuff. Yeah. I should have known that something was up. Yeah, but so you're you're saying you got a little, little I was I was spooked. Actually, I'm more spooked by it later in this episode. They bring back that same transition of that really creepy masked guy from like season two. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> okay, scary. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> that was terrifying. But that's probably the scariest thing that happens in this episode. I don't know. A lot of Benny jokes are kind of scary in this episode. <laughs> Benny's getting a lot of screen time here. Uh, you want to take the next scene? Yeah, we're going to move to Benny uh, at Harry's Hardware. Uh, Harry's back at it, so we see that he's recovering well. In fact, the doctor told him to surround himself with his loved ones, so he left his wife and came down to the Darf. hardware store. <laughs> the whole gang is there, plus Al. Uh, I don't think he was here last time. I guess Felix isn't there, so not yeah. the whole gang. I don't know who's the whole gang, really, at this point. But 
<laughs> you're trying to make a whole, you're trying to make a gang thing kind of happen here. Like uh, squads getting together. But, Squ- uh, <laughs> the gang's getting back together. Yeah. There's a plan. I know that you like plans, so yeah. don't act like you don't want that either. Yeah. Uh, we do learn that Benny was fired from his job. I don't know what that was. Uh, did they say what he did? I mean, I'm assuming he eats so uh, much donuts. He might as well have been a cop. Yeah, he eats he eats so much donuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what he did. You know, I don't want to say anything to offend people, so I, I would assume it wasn't a great job. You're really toning it down this episode. I'm so PC that you know, it's just like I don't know, 2018. I just the, I'm the not, PC claw police have really gotten to you. Uh, and Jill is their commissar. <laughs> Remember that IMDb? I do. We read a million. The feminist years ago? Uh, movement got their yeah. claws into the show somebody, or whatever. Somebody accused Home Improvement of being feminist, which is uh, laughable. You know, new, uh, new for me. <laughs> a nuanced point of view. Is that yeah. what we're going to call it? <laughs> it's, I love perspective. I love it. That's right. So Harry, uh, he got Tim to come down with the opportunity of a lifetime to be a part owner, a silent partner in the business. Apparently, Harry's brother Larry is selling his. Was that share. A, is that a joke? Like, is that I didn't hear anybody laugh, but you know, Harry and Larry, I think they're trying for something. There. It's uh, at least unfortunate. At the so. very least, it's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Al pipes up. He This has always been a dream of his to own part of a hardware store, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with that, you know, we've got kind of a bidding war going on. Will it be Tim? Will it be Al? Yeah. I don't, it, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I do. The episode I, title I, certainly doesn't tell you. That's true, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, uh, my one of my notes in this scene was, there's a lot of, like, really bad dude like dude jokes in this scene like a lot of like i don't know okay so like for instance the scene opens with like um i don't know okay what am i trying to say here i've lost (laughs) i really lost myself in my notes okay so like tim makes a joke that al hides all his money under a mattress or something and like everybody like laughs they're like they're laughing their off and it's just like not that funny and like there's just a lot of like dumb like trying to stay away from your wife like i felt like this is it's not my kind of humor certainly it's also just like their amount of laughter in comparison to the jokes being made just doesn't really sync up for me and also i resented the benny with the mouthful how come you didn't ask me because like you could really understand what he was saying the first time around (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah i think you took this uh scene more seriously than i did i I, guess i mean i really was uh yeah I, i i only have three notes but i left this scene with a bad taste in my mouth i just like I don't know. Just like lame, lame jokes. What was in that, those donuts? That's what you're I mean, Benny. The camera cuts to Benny a lot in this episode, and you can they really much... try to use him as like this comedic relief. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it would be better if you didn't always know exactly what he was going to say before he said it. Yeah, like uh, later on when he does the fifty seven. Yeah, like you. Come on. I don't know. This is. This is such a Ferber joint, you know. Like, <laughs> it got has, the it got the Ferber treatment. That's this for has sure. Ferber written all over it. But <laughs> in any case, next next scene, uh, I'll take it. R and B. That's kind of my new Randy and Brad nickname. R and B. I love R and B because it's smooth. Mm. Uh, they uh, they come downstairs and they're trying to scare their mom, and they have some eh, spooky looking makeup. I don't know. How would you describe it? It's uh, they're supposed o- to be other like than spooky, you know, <laughs> half brain zombie makeup. I guess. Yeah, it's okay. Um, they try to scare their mom. She is, she's not scared. She makes some jokes about how, 
they aren't that scary or she's used she's to, used to it yeah. she's used to how scary they are mark comes down and he's dressed as al and it's a it's a good al costume fake beard flannel you know hair kind of combed to a part it's uh well, it's what happens when stardom occurs, or when stardom <laughs> happens. So. His uh, his beard does not match his hair color, so that that's <laughs> must have really yeah. I, that I, irked I, me. Yeah, the logic in this episode uh, that was, was when I kind of just lost interest. Faulty try. Faulty logic. Uh, there's going to be a contest, which is why everyone's getting all dressed up. Um, yeah, this contest is a real afterthought in the episode. <laughs> I wish this contest was actually on. Screen. I wish this was the a plot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim enters and. Uh, He's he's brought Jill some candy from Windsor, which uh, <laughs> you I mean, know what? At first, I my eyebrows were raised, but then I looked up how far it was from was Royal, look. Royal Oak to Windsor. You got to guess. Uh, okay, I would guess. Are you talking miles or minutes? Minutes. Thirty minutes, I'll guess. Yeah, it was uh, as of this morning, a <gasps> uh, Friday morning. <laughs> Friday rolling. Friday rolling, March, early March, in like a lion, not like a lamb type of day. Uh, and it was about 24 minutes, so right. not, and not he too far. Works. He probably works in the city, so I guess it's not a stretch. Yeah, but when he said he went to Windsor, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that's, that's far!" Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. now, well, now you got to have your passport or an enhanced license or something. Back then, you know. Yeah, they're just letting people go everywhere. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, that was a logic issue as well. It's like he didn't even mention, you know, having to have his passport. But yeah, okay, so he goes to Windsor. Jill is suspicious of this candy it's like pumpkin candy it doesn't sound very good to me but it's jill's favorite i think <laughs> you can only get you can only get the special halloween candy in canada you can't get it here you gotta go to windsor those canadians uh, they really know their halloween candy right yeah um when i think of windsor i think of like 19 year olds going there to drink and go to strip clubs before that's that's what windsor when was, you say 19-year-olds, you say when you were 19? I, I did not. I never did. Uh, Have you ever I, been? I've never been to Canada, actually. I thought you were going to ask me something <laughs> else. I've been to Canada. You've never been to Canada? No, it seems like a crime, doesn't it? I grew up in Michigan. Hey, man, uh, I'm not crying. Hey, don't, don't try to ask me if you, if you should go to Canada or anything. I'm not trying to offend anybody. <laughs> this is our politically correct episode. Uh, you know, I'm taking, taking in a lot of... We're, we got a There's lot of new a listeners on board. There's a lot of places in Canada that I want to go to, though. Believe Such as, like what, Toronto? Uh, Vancouver, I've heard, is beautiful, right on the coast there. You probably want to go to that Montreal just for laughs festival. Let's listen to Blake Griffin do some comedy. <laughs> the Piston Blake Griffin, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, the funniest thing about Blake Griffin has just been, you know, his shooting percentage the last week or so. It's been really funny. Uh, yeah, I've, he's, uh, not, he's not coming on the podcast, sounds like. I could try, you know, I don't know. We could, we could ask him. Um Okay, so Canada, yeah, you should go, Jordan. It's, you should, you should. It's, it's fine. You might, you might enjoy. I was it. really irked when I didn't get to go to Canusa for basketball. Oh know? yeah, that is a thing. I've, uh, I bet I've been to Canada. I don't want, and I don't want to make you feel bad or like less of a man. I've been to Canada <laughs> between five and ten times in my life. You're attacking my manhood yeah, today. Sorry, sorry about that. I've been, I've been to Costa Rica, but not Canada. Yeah, man, whatever. Uh, okay, so Al kind of strangely arrives at the house for no real reason and it doesn't i don't know that i guess it services the plot uh al arrives they're on their way to uh it's sunday which is weird i don't know it felt like a weekday uh and they're on their way to get some food and there's they exchange meals and there's kind of a joke made at, at, at al's expense by tim um and 
Al, instead of calling Tim to get an answer about the investment, he, he says, you know, hey, let me know if you're going to invest in Harry's because I'm very, very interested. Uh, I used to own a business when I was young. It was called Little Al's Lemonade Stand. Mm. And then there's a tagline I didn't write down. I hope you did. I I did not. Uh, I was mostly <laughs> staring like at lemonade puns, and you could probably like yeah, you know, get the idea. I was or something. watching Eileen's reactions. She's very impressed about this lemonade stand. Yeah, very what did impressed. she say? She said you've always been so clever. Yeah, and that was because of the the great tagline. Um, I guess we didn't mention this before, but there is like a brief like argument back and forth about buying the hardware store. It's um, very brief. Very brief, and basically Jill says, "Sell the hot rod, and you can buy the store." So. It's, That's she what it didn't comes say the to. hot rod was supposed to be an investment. It's like, man, if you believe that, Tim really pulled the wool over your eyes. Uh, she's being conciliatory here. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, hey, man, that's all I got for that scene. Yeah, I did find it really weird that he would like come over and just like posit this it question. It doesn't make any sense. Just if you like, could have been a phone call. I don't, and it doesn't. It seems not... weird to put him on the spot like with all these people in the room. Yeah, and they're know. not building toward like the plot would have been the same. They wouldn't have even needed to show this scene. We could have just gone into the hardware in the next scene. and. I want them both it. to buy it and be able to buy it, and then they have to settle it with an arm wrestling match. I was positing a... Why, why can't Tim... Why can't they go like 7.5 or... Yeah, seven and a half. If you're gonna make an investment and you really want to make money, you gotta at least get in at fifteen grand. <laughs> I mean, don't be a novice. Yeah, I, you, you did study business, so I, <laughs> I will take your word for come, it. Come, come to me for tax advice and yeah. uh, investing advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. we're let's back go to the various hardware. Yeah, let's go to the the place of the hour. Al's uh-huh. really wearing the heck out of this leather jacket. Did you oh, I didn't this? even notice that. Oh man, he's wearing this like two or three scenes. It's like. It's kind of almost Detroit Lions colors. It, it, it's leather. It's like gray, but it has blue sleeves. It almost I, looks like a varsity jacket. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's uh, it's really cool. I think he bought it. I think Richard Card bought it and was like, "Hey, I'm guys, wearing it on set. Hey guys, I like let's if we could figure out a way to get this jacket into a couple scenes, I'd be pretty I'll happy. Write, I'll write that down for yeah. the next next thing we can ask him. Yeah, uh, if we ever get him back, I'm gonna ask him about that jacket. See if he remembers <laughs> it. See if he see if he has it. Yeah. Could auction it off, maybe. Yeah, uh, definitely. So yeah, Al made the jump at this point. He is now a part owner of Harry's Hardware. Um, you know, Al kind of says he's going to be hands off because I mean he's supposed to be as a silent partner, really. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, he's just supposed to put up his capital. But uh, the first first order of business for him is to get those freeloaders out of here by putting up a no free coffee sign yeah. and taking away the donuts from Benny. Yeah. So Harry tries to get him to lighten up, but. Uh, he didn't make a killing at the lemonade store by just giving things away, you know. Yeah, we also learned that he bought twenty. He got twenty percent for fifteen thousand dollars. So by my math, that means that Harry's Hardware is only valued at seventy five thousand dollars. That strikes me as very low. Mm, I do not know. I don't know whether that's good or bad. Uh, it's, it's I'm just a small no, okay. store. I'll tell you. I that. only can base it on what I know from Shark Tank, and I've seen businesses with a that are barely established. You know, evaluate. You know, value themselves at. Three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. So either Harry is very, very realistic, or I don't. You got, you got a bad number because I, I don't know. Seventy-five thousand dollars. Like, I would think inventory would be valued at close to that. You know, I, know. I mean, what, what's the inflation numbers like? Oh, oh, good question. Uh, I you, mean, they're you, not, you, they're not that dramatic. You but, keep, uh, t- you keep talking, and I'll find. No, out. I already got it. You keep oh, talking. Uh, you always I'll, make me talk. Yeah, I'll keep talking. All right. So, <laughs> you, do you have the number? Uh, I do. 
It is roughly twenty-five grand. So that really changes things, doesn't it? Wait, what is twenty-five grand? He invested what fifteen grand? Is that what he said? Oh, oh, oh! I see. Okay, I see what he did. Yeah. Okay, so ten thousand dollars more. So now it's twenty-five. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, not a huge, not a huge difference. Hmm. Yeah. I don't what, know. what is this? What is the stagflation? You know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to go down around to our local hardware stores, ask them what they're worth, and uh, report back. Do you have a do you, do you have a hardware store you kind of go to and they you got your buddies there and you just kind of <laughs> just kind of hang out and talk about your wives and stuff they know you by name yeah it's called uh, it's called True Value <laughs> I was gonna say Ace, Walmart Ace Hardware yeah uh, yeah they don't even have an Ace Hardware here yet but there is a sign for coming soon so that's where I'm hoping to go chat yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool uh, all right so Al is trying to charge for coffee Al basically he has no chill. Uh, he says that he's going to take it easy and then the rest of the episode does the exact opposite. So he wants to charge for coffee. They, Harry is prepared to sell Tim something at cost in exchange for, quote, a couple of tickets to tool time. That's a bad deal. You know what, Harry? Maybe you do need Al's advice if you're, if you're exchanging Maybe. Tool, time, tool time tickets for, uh, as, as a part of a transaction. That just strikes to me To be fair, he still doesn't lose any money on the deal. It's true, but he's only, I don't know, just... Tim's the best customer. Tickets. Yeah, well, Tim spends more in a month than most people do in a year. So you get Tim. Yeah, you get, you get the reason that yeah. he does that. Uh, and plus, he's going to get aisle seats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just didn't know these tool time tickets were in such high demand. They but, are. Uh, yeah. Al steps up, and he, he has a problem with this. And uh, they have a meeting of the minds, Um Kind of right out in the open. It's the and classic step into my office, but it's not actually an office joke that I feel like my childhood was kind of flooded with. Like a lot of like step into my office and then it's like a bathroom what or something. Do, what are you watching a lot of things <laughs> where hey, that man, happens? I'm just telling you what I remember. We didn't watch those things together. Was <laughs> that? In, did you do that a lot in the Legendary Ninja videos? <laughs> I no comment on that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I feel like a, like Boy Meets World or whatever, there would be like a scene in a lot of those shows where it's like, Someone is like step into my office, and they're like, I don't know, buy a urinal or something. Not, hey, when not, when not that jo- when that joke bats a thousand, you just keep <laughs> <laughs> you just keep pitching I'm it, man. Add that to my pilot that I'm, I'm writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was I forgot that was the one thing that was missing in my yeah. feedback. Uh, did you check out the camera angle on the sweet meeting of the minds here? No, what was it? And you've really fallen apart in your camera. Yeah, I, I've been out of grad school for a while. I, I just don't think about film that way anymore. It's probably not that cool, but I actually just noticed it, so I wrote it down. Uh, they have like a close up of you know this uh, conversation with Al and Harry, and then in the middle, in the distance, is Tim, and they you can kind of see his reactions oh, to everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking so about. He's kind of in the middle, like reacting with a, a funny face to everything that's going on. But uh, you know. How does that... They, it that meeting kind of abruptly ends. Well, basically, Harry says, like, you I, know, I own, 80 per, I own 80% of this, so shut your mouth. Yeah, then we cut to tool time, um, and they are hanging a picture on a, on a hollow wall, uh, and it's a picture of a lemon. Tim's really trying to make this lemon joke kind of like a reoccurring theme throughout the episode. It's like when I lemonade. try to bring up our inside jokes on air, and they... <laughs> and I just say, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's, it's about as effective, I would say. Um, uh. Al has taken to... Every... Here's what one of my problems with this show, is like, every so often, they'll just have Al, like, do things completely out of character for him to mm-hmm. service a plot. And this is one of those episodes. So, 
Al, who is usually takes his job so seriously and so professional, all of a sudden is very comfortable like ripping his flannel open and just doing like shameless Harry's hardware plugs. This is uh, this is exactly what he did in the episode where he ripped open his shirt to be a man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, in more ways than one. It's exactly mm-hmm. like what he was mm-hmm. doing. Uh, and he does that throughout the, you know, he does it another time again. We find out Harry's in, is in Royal Oak, which um, I guess, I don't know if we, we, have we heard Royal Oak before? Probably. Have I heard of the town? Yeah. I mean, yes, we're familiar <laughs> with it as people, but on the show. Uh, no, I guess I haven't heard that before. I've heard... I thought we've heard of other places, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, there's a Mona, Mona Lisa with Al's face. Um, they kind of like end the scene by bickering in front of the audience because Tim well, doesn't Tim like is, that Al is. Tim's you know, yeah, they really have kind of flipped roles here. Where Tim is like, "You can't do that. We're going to lose our jobs. This is a right. Benford show." Um, yeah. So he's he's being professional and smart here, and and Al kind of equates his brazen ad to. Tim hijacking the show for his like little jokes and stuff. A little bit different, but Tim's disgusted. I'm disgusted. You're disgusted. I can tell. Yeah. I'm disgusted with this episode and, uh, I think we should, you know, continue to work our way through it with a little bit more speed. Uh, so I'll take the next scene. (laughs) We're back home. Randy and Brad are zombies. This is my least favorite joke of the episode where Jill is like adjusting Randy's, is it a wart, mole, something? You know what I'm talking about? I think I thought it was brains. Brains, whatever. And Randy's like, oh, Mom, all the kids are wearing it like this. Oh, boy. I like, didn't even remember oh, that. It's terrible. So this is it's awful. So this episode was bad enough that I just blocked out parts of it. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a key line in the app. Um, Mark comes down again. Mark is just making some grand entrances in this episode. <laughs> he's not slow spinning, but he's doing a lot of walking downstairs and kind and of like, like taking two steps. Look yeah. at me. <laughs> Jazz hands. Uh, yeah. He rips open his shirt as well, because Al gave him a Harry's Hardware to kind of complete the costume, which is kind of funny. Where he, Where is he getting those things printed so quickly? Yeah. Where is Where are Al and Mark kind of meeting, and Al is giving Mark t-shirts without his parents finding out? <laughs> <laughs> bodes bodes uh, Perhaps the more important question. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jill... Everybody leaves. Jill's excited. Jill... <laughs> Excited is is one way to say it. Uh, hey, they haven't had a Halloween without the kids in a long time, so they're going to get naked and uh, see if uh, it's scary or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for our sakes, I was hoping they would actually do something for Halloween, but yeah, yeah, no, no they're just going to instead of like instead of doing a cool Halloween episode, they're just going to maybe have sex. Eileen arrives and she's dressed as a golfer, but Al blew her off. They were going to go to the putt putt panorama. Uh, but he he wants to work, so he chose to work. What kind of Halloween party are they having at the Putt Putt Panorama? Actually, sounds like an okay time to me. Yeah. Well, know. you know, a lot of times around Halloween it's snowing, so you gotta be careful. Yeah, well, hey, I, I, <laughs> far be it for me to poke holes in the, this episode. Of Home <laughs> I don't know. She's she, but she's sad. Al, he he just doesn't give her the time of day. She's kind of frustrated with him. Uh, Tim needs to kind of go and 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 take care of uh, the mess. Al, uh, Al's a real potty mouth. Oh, yeah, what's he say? Son of a... Son, S-O-G, son of a gun. <laughs> so we moved to the har- hardware store. Um, I think it's clip time. It is because, clip time. Uh, there's a, uh, a, a scary skeleton... Uh, who looks in, a lot like Wilson. ...in the hardware store, who looks a lot like Wilson, because it is Wilson. 
Let's play a clip. <laughs> I think you'll be very happy with the long light halogen. What are you going to be using it for, Wilson? <laughs> well, Al, a few of my friends are celebrating the Mexican Halloween, Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead? Very good, Al. At Harry's Hardware, say habla espanol. <laughs> well, in that case, como van las cosas con su nuevo negocio? Se habla espanol, not so goodo. <laughs> I was just asking how you're enjoying being a new businessman. Whoa, muy bien. And this is just the beginning. <laughs> Once I learn the ropes, I'm going to break free from Harry's and open my own chain of hardware stores. In fact, I stayed up all night thinking up a name for it. Mm. What do you think of this? Al's Hardware. <laughs> that's very evocative. Well, if all goes according to plan, I'll double my money in five years. Well, that's an admirable goal, Al, but I might remind you that the American humorist Ken Hubbard said to safely double your money, fold it over once, and put it in your pocket. <laughs> well, speaking of double, Wilson, it's double value days here at Harry's. You buy another flashlight, I'll throw in the batteries for free. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, well then that's 39.95 with tax. There you go. Thank you, and there you go. All right, and good luck, Al. Well, speaking of luck, next week is Lucky Dollar Day right here at Harry's. Mm -hmm. So Wilson is dressed up like a skeleton here. He's uh, got his face painted so he doesn't need to be hiding behind a fence or an kind of like I kind of liked it. Yeah, he got to go out and see the world. It's nice. He only gets to do this like twice a year. Uh, I don't he know what the uh, Christmas he went to that church. <laughs> okay, I was thinking Mardi Gras. Maybe he puts on a mask. Uh, that would work, yeah. But Al is selling him a, a halogen light. Uh, there's some more of these jokes where like Al speaks Spanish, but not that great of Spanish, um, because Wilson is fluent as he is in many things, and uh, he he tells a little bit more. But Al tells Wilson a little bit about his dream of opening a chain of hardware stores. He kind of sees this as a way to, um, you know, be risky and double his money, uh, be an entrepreneur, all that kind of stuff. Wilson's advice here, I guess this means we need to break out the Wilsometers because uh, Wilson's advice needs a little bit of reading and a little yeah. bit of interpretation. So do you have yours handy? Oh, uh, there's a lot of stuff on my desk. I gotta move <laughs> a lot of papers here, but let me... Again, I don't know why we can't get celebrities on this show. That's my thermometer case. Yeah, I got it. Good, good to go. Good to go. All right, yep. cool. Uh, we can we can do our readings. I guess I'll go first here. Yeah. So, my Wilsometer reading, uh, as cold as it is in London, I guess, because it's snowing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about thirty, around thirty. Okay. Uh, Wilson says, you know, Al says his goal is to double his money. Wilson says to make money. Uh, just be careful and like fold it in half. That's how you can double your money. So. Uh, it's, I mean, it's okay advice by saying like, you know, just be careful what, with what you do with your money, but it's really veiled and vague and Al doesn't get it, obviously. So, uh, Wilson needed to be a little bit more explicit here. Um, here's my take. Here's uh, your take. Thermometer here. reading. 80. <laughs> I think I might know what your take is going to be, but go ahead. I mean, I, I'm working my way through it as I'm talking, so I might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hear me out. Uh, Wilson, it's Halloween. He's dressed up. He's obviously going to a party. He doesn't have time to get into Al's insecurities or what we'll learn to be later are 
some some sort of an issue with his father and not taking it's enough always, risk. It always comes down uh, yeah, to the it's father. It's just father. like Black Panther. It's all yeah, exactly right. It's, this is this episode of Home Improvement is a lot like Black Panther in a, <laughs> in a lot of ways, casting included. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wilson, he's heading to a party. He's dressed up. He doesn't really have time for you know Al's BS. So he gives a little you know he gives a kind of a clever little thing about you know how. You know, you want to bet, you want to double your money, or you, there's no sure investment. And he makes kind of a joke, and he gets out of there. Uh, I give it an eighty because I like the advice. It's simple. It didn't drag on too long, and I want Wilson to have fun. <laughs> All right, I, I, I mean, that's fine. I thought you were gonna say maybe Wilson knew that Al was a lost cause, so he just kind of said something flippantly and just got out of there. I think that that as well. I was another <laughs> thing I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, put your Wilsonometers away because we're about to bring out the Timometers. So Wilson leaves and Tim comes in, uh, says something. He says, "Nice bag of bones," and he doesn't recognize that it's Wilson until. Yeah, how does that work? (laughs) How how are we we supposed to buy that? I mean, it was a great costume. Yeah, I guess. Do you think Wilson's gonna win? We'll find out later. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know the answer. Unfortunately, uh, he does not. But <laughs> Hey, yeah. hey, spoiler sorry, alert. Sorry, 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 sorry. So Tim comes in at Eileen and Jill's bequest here and is trying to save Al's relationship. Al says his new responsibility, or he has new responsibilities, and you know he's thinking about opening up uh, the hardware for after hours, for the after hours crowd. You know, all those mm. people who want to hang out at the hardware store after... Yeah. I don't know, 9 o'clock, whatever it would totally. be. He's taking a new risk, and he wants to succeed. He doesn't want to be like his father. Like you said, we've got classic daddy probs here. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's yes. exactly Cla- what you said. Classic, I believe that's a direct quote. It's, the episode should have been called Classic Daddy Probs. Yep. So he, His dad worked at the same factory for 40 years, didn't take any new jobs. Uh, what a monster. What a, what a terrible person. Yeah, seriously. Uh, providing for his family for 40 years. Right. And uh, Tim puts some perspective on the situation. He says, you take risks every day. You work with me. Uh, that joke seems to come up every four episodes, I think. Yeah, whenever they need it, it's there. And it's it's here again. Uh, Tim says, go. Go on your date. Save your relationship. I'll even lock up for you. Um, but Alice is reticent to let Tim be in the store after hours by himself. On the yep. way out, uh, turn off the lights, and uh, Tim breaks something. So he broke it, he bought it. Mm-hmm. True. True words have never been spoken. Mm. Final scene mm. here. Uh, we're home. Brad and Randy, smooth R&B. They are, uh, they're peeved because Mark won the contest. Uh, but it's not Mark's fault that Al's mom was a judge. Oh, man. I thought we were going to go a whole episode without an Al mo- Al's mom joke. but uh, And then the episode comes to one final whimper. Uh, <laughs> Tim comes home, and somehow he managed to uh, steal a key to the hardware store from Al. With no repercussions. Roll credits for the black <laughs> Borland ambition. Happy Halloween, mofos. <laughs> And that's when Ferber came on and dropped the mic and said, "I hate you." Took a dump on the stage and said, "You, you want Halloween episode? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you an uninteresting romp about daddy issues and poor investments." And boy, did he! Uh, highs and lows, Adam. Break into yours. I mean, I was supremely disappointed with this episode. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't know if I said this before we were recording or after. Everything just blurs together. Um, you know, Halloween episodes, we, hey, no, no, I'm not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes here. A lot of the episodes of Home Improvement, we don't particularly enjoy and aren't <laughs> especially good. 
Uh, well, you know, some of them are. But I expect Halloween and Christmas episodes to be of a certain caliber. I, there are a couple things I want. I want a costume contest that I actually see. I want there to be, like, I don't know, some kind of a weird, mysterious subplot. I want there to be, like, cool costumes and gags. This episode offered none of those things. Except for that like a, creepy a fake, cutaway. I want, like, a fake ghost. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, like, this did not deliver... This was by far the worst Halloween episode. The Halloween episode last year was one of my favorite episodes we've ever covered. This one, there, it was just such an afterthought. I, I just, this didn't need any of the Halloween stuff at all. I, um, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, uh, in terms of like, I just, like I said earlier, whenever, sometimes they just use the Al character uh, in a, com- they just have him act completely against r- rationale or how he normally acts in ninety five percent of the episodes to service a specific plot. This is an example of that. Uh, the jokes in this were really, really, really bad. Um, highs. Hey, I liked the Wilson scene. Good to see him out of the store in a costume. But yeah, this one was uh, a real, real letdown for me. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Um, this doesn't deserve to be called a Halloween episode, really. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm just going to treat it as not that. But, yeah, the only really good thing that you said besides the Wilson scene uh, and seeing Wilson out was maybe Mark's outfit as Al. But even Al, the crazy Al, corrupted that piece of the episode by, you know, sinking his hardware store into it. So, I don't know. I just, yeah, it wasn't wasn't exciting. It wasn't funny. It wasn't scary or intriguing in really any way. So... I'm not going to labor on any extra points that you already said. So let's just move on to the Sean's social media corner. Let's do it. All right. So if you want to reach out to us, you can do so at thehomeandpodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeandpodcast. We're on Twitter at homeandpodcast. You can support the show by reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, or you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. Um, we've reached our goals that we've had in the past, so I guess maybe we need to put some new goals up there, because you guys seem to be people who like to complete goals. I think that's why we haven't been getting any donations lately, so... It's like the Ringer uh, podcast, achievement-oriented. Mm. The, cool, the cool video game podcast they have. <laughs> that's our next venture. Uh, if you want to, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. And with that, Adam, uh, what a whirlwind... <laughs> <laughs> it's been the it last. Was, uh, it was our. It was one of our. Uh, it was just a banner Twitter day. I gotta say. Uh, so uh, yesterday, I took the day off work, and I. Uh, <laughs> you really I, cooked up some. some I was plans. just. You know, I just had some spare time, and I and I. Uh, I thought, all right, well, I'll, I'll shot in the dark. So, Paul F. Tompkins, who is uh, he's a comedian and a, <laughs> a, a podcast personality. I would dare I say podcast royalty. I mean, he does a lot of podcasts. Uh, he got, does some kind of obscure podcast. So I was just kind of hanging out, and I sent this kind of innocuous tweet. Uh, <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins, never says no to a podcast appearance, and I intend to put that to the test. What do you say, PFT? Let's talk home improvement. I send that, I send that tweet. I don't <laughs> Thinking know, my, nothing of it. You know, my day goes on as follows. I went to the gym. I, uh, you know, I graded some papers. I, I washed some dishes. And then, Jordan, uh, I straight up broke the internet. You know? no. <laughs> Just uh, like Wreck-It Ralph too. Yeah, basically he responded by saying no, uh, and then the tweet, a lot of a lot of responses. Um, the word that launched a thousand it, tweets. Two point one, two point one thousand uh, likes, fifty one retweets, and a lot of different varying responses. Um, 
you know, it could have been worse, I would say. I, I You know, some people were making fun of us, certainly. Uh, I read things such as, uh, why would... Why would he want to come on a show about a coked out misogynist? Uh, hey, you know, that's your opinion, man. I don't know. <laughs> you know I didn't have an answer. Uh, but I'll just read what Paul F. Tompkins said. He said uh, in response to a uh, uh, comedian, Melanie Bracewell, uh, she said, oh, my God, she has a lot of vine loops. I, I guess that puts her in a superiority uh, in superiority comparison to us. Uh, he said, what choice did I have, Mel? Uh, she said, I'm just trying to hear you on Home and Podcast. And he said, save your strength. So then I fire back with a very sincere, and I remain sincere, I appreciate you considering. Thanks, Paul. Two hours later, he's asking, uh, what is the deal with your show? Uh, to which I responded. And then I think the last thing he said was, is the watching of an episode of Home Improvement a deal breaker? I said, no way. So uh, I want, I mean, if he ever comes on the show, I want to know what wore him down in those two hours. You know, I, you know, I don't know. I think sympathy, uh, a lot of people rallied around you know, uh, some people, some, one guy said, if it was your last dying wish, I'd want to hear you on this podcast. Some people said, good choice. Why would you want to be on that pod? Like, I don't know. I think people, uh, maybe thought that I, I did it as a joke. You know, I wasn't expecting him to say yes. (laughs) I just said it as a joke. I didn't expect him to respond. Uh, I'm glad he did. We got a lot of additional downloads. We got like 12 new followers and I think it was ultimately good for us. And People, uh, you know, for Twitter, I'd say people were fairly kind and kind of rooting for us, and uh, that was nice. And to the people that weren't, you know, hey, that's all right. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we didn't write Home Improvement. We don't necessarily <laughs> even even love the show a lot of the time, but, uh, you know, it was... But we uh, talk about it. We talk we about sure it do. once a week, and uh, we, we have a good time doing it. So, yeah, you know, maybe it would be great if Paul would come on the show, uh, even just to talk briefly about why he didn't want to watch an episode of Home Improvement or his uh, memories of 90s television or anything like that, we'd, we'd be very, very happy to have Paul on the show. I am a, I am sincerely a, a big fan of his, and I do appreciate uh, the conversation, and uh, I appreciate the conversation as a whole, good and, good mm. and bad. So Just a, you know, you, an entertaining way to spend your day off, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was exciting. You know, I, I was said exciting. this before yeah. the podcast started, but we're kind of like the LeVar ball of, uh, of podcasting, so we're just trying to rile things up, get some attention, there's no bad press type of thing. I and, guess that, uh, that, is, that is the definition of there's no bad press, because yeah, a lot of people, a, a lot of laughs were being had at our expense, I think, thinking that we were just... A majority, like, for sure. Yeah, I think people were just... Which thinking, is you know, fine. Some older... I, I, I feel like people envision maybe older kind of uh, <laughs> people just kind of sincerely asking. And, uh, you know, I wasn't necessarily sincere as I asked, but uh, I sincerely wanted him to come on the show once he responded uh, back. So, yeah, hey, take your pot shots, but, uh, hey, we get like $21 a month from Patreon subscribers, so I think we're having the last laugh, okay? <laughs> we're the number one home improvement podcast uh Per our Twitter feed, so uh, yeah, we uh, we'll just go ahead and laugh all the way to the bank. Thank you very so, much. So does that mean you're not going to do uh, IMDb credits for for Paul, Paul F. Tompkins? Tompkins? Sure, yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins. We're going to pretend that he was in the episode or yeah, on the show. I'll give, or I'll give some more information. So. Like I said, uh, a lot of podcast appearances, uh, Spontaneous Nation, Paul F. Tomcast. He does a lot of episodes of Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, a lot of podcasts of the Earwolf Network. Um, in terms of acting, I would say right now he is. There's a lot of a lot of things he's known for. Uh, he does the voice of Mr. Peanut Butter on BoJack Horseman. Uh, it's a pretty popular one. Um, Bob's Burgers. He does a voice. He a lot of uh, a lot of voice work. 
uh, in terms of televised things, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, he was in the film, give me a second as it loads, give me more than one second as it loads, uh, <laughs> we did tenacious, break the D, tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, There Will Be Blood, I know he had a scene in Magnolia that I believe was cut, but yeah, he's a recognizable guy. Uh, I remember him growing up from being on that show, The Best Week Ever, which is not great television, but he has since, you know, gone on to bigger and better things. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a big time, big time celebrity. And, uh, oh, I guess another, how he kind of cut his teeth, uh, broke into the industry is the, uh, sketch show, um, Mr. Show with Bob and David, which is on HBO, which is, is very, very funny. I had the pleasure of seeing him live in Chicago, uh, with the comedy bang bang tour about a year ago. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan and I, uh, I hope he'll come on. I'm not looking looking for it to happen, but um, you know, uh, well, can a can a guy dream, Jordan? You can. Uh, and in keeping with my brand, I uh, I didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I saw his, you know, I, I I looked at his Twitter, and he looks recognizable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I have I could not pick him out of like what he was in. So that's kind of the way I roll. You yeah, know? I mean, odds are you're never gonna have to talk to him. And- <laughs> It's, it's it's not going to be a thing. So uh, the, the tweets are uh, they're still gaining traction. And uh, yeah, so, who are you going to tweet at next week? Obama, I guess. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> where else is there to go? I don't know where else to go with that. Uh, it's funny. It's, it, it is kind of hilarious that we can't get any action from like Zachary Ty Bryan or Patricia Richardson, but this guy Paul F. Tompkins, he's a little bit uh, maybe a little bit more relevant right now. Do you, think, do you think we can get Bill Simmons? No. Let's try it. No way. He, Let's tweet at Bill Simmons. Either yeah, that or Zach Lowe. It, before long, it becomes shtick. And I, you know, I, I this was uh, just, I don't want to do this all the time. So you know, this I'm, is why we need our audience members to start tweeting at people for us. Yeah. To we, be our surrogates. People, people, people were uh, kind enough to tweet to uh, Richard Karn and ask him for us uh, <laughs> to get Tim Allen because we are cowards. Uh, other things to talk about on Twitter. We are cowards. <laughs> I don't, because I, uh, yeah, I'm uh, awkward. Um, we did have a poll. I mean, after all the stuff we just went through, it, it seems seems paltry un- to talk un- about this awesome but, poll. But, but I gotta, I gotta find it. I retweeted a lot of stuff yesterday. So I, yeah, uh, man, my uh, oh wow, my uh, did your poll blow up? No, my what's it called? Periscope got 103 viewers. What? Yeah, it was tw- from, it was twenty six the other day. So must have been uh, from yesterday. Yeah, like we said, no no news no news is bad news. Right, exactly. Uh, it's on okay here we go uh poll 17 votes do you enjoy tim's brother marty zero percent said middle of the road that would have been probably the best answer 12 percent said new phone who dis uh 35 percent said no and 53 percent said yes that is shocking <laughs> my next poll i already know it's good my next poll is going to be is marty funny no no uh is benny funny oh that's gonna be i don't know man it's gonna be depressing. i mean i don't know I'm not sure. Uh, all I know is that manatees are so hot right now. That's yeah, all man, I can that was, tell you. I, I saw that commercial that you got that stupid picture from the gecko one. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Really, really it's cool. Ev- it's everywhere. Yeah, I don't man. know why. It's gonna be awesome. It's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Twitter. 
follow us. You also had a a tweet this morning, but this was on your personal one. But I do like when you use our podcast to amplify your personal posts. I only have 83 followers, so I got to use our our 363 follower uh, forum to... (laughs) Yeah, it's about Mark Cuban. Just if you're, are you are you gay or nay for Mark Cuban? Uh, you know he's in some hot water right now. Uh, generally, I like him as a like a, a GM, a team owner, whatever. I think he tries yeah. to do some stuff. Uh, I don't I don't really know what's going on with this team, so it'll be interesting yeah. to find out more there. But right. well, that's not much of an answer, but uh, we'll take it. I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, yes or no. Uh, I I I like him as a basketball owner. Okay, fine. That's all I can say. Okay, fine. Great. That's I tell you, I, maybe I'm not the only one worried about being PC. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, brother. All right. You I don't know him as a person. So I do you watch Shark Tank? I do not. All right. Well, then I, I explains why. Because I I watch that show and I kind of feel like I do know him as a person. Oh, uh, do you like him? I said yeah. You said yeah. 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 That's bro. an answer. That's how you answer. <laughs> Rounding out the episode with a question, uh, I believe it's your turn. Nope, it's your turn. Doggone it. I asked that really great and one question last week. Jordan, in about two weeks, I will be pulling into your driveway um, at your Joke's house? on you. Joke's on you. The driveway is full. You can't pull in. Okay, well, why don't you clear out some cars for me? Uh, I'm a guest. <laughs> get, out, get out some fresh linens and uh, make sure you have the bed hey, made Hey, the bed's already me. made, actually. Fantastic. Jordan... Uh, question of the week this week: What are what do you have planned for me when I, my girlfriend and I, when we arrive in Florida? What are you going to show us? Where are you going to take us? What well, what's, I think what's the for, plan? For years now, you've asked me like, what is St. Cloud like? And you've wanted to see all of the local hot spots. So, yeah. uh, you know, I was going to do that, but you know, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. There's there's lots of options. There's a couple of really good restaurants I want to take you to if you guys are around. Yeah. Um, obviously, lots of good outdoor stuff around here, yeah. so we can yeah. do that. And, uh, I mean, you talked about earlier how you wanted to go to strip clubs, right? Is that what you said? say that? <laughs> I thought that's what you said. And I, no, Jordan. You, um, you mistake me. You misheard. <laughs> I mistake you. <laughs> you mistake me. You mistake me. You mistook me. You misheard me. Yeah, I was actually going to send you a survey to see what kind of things you might be interested in. So okay. the jury's still kind of out, but I have ideas. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, do you have a basketball hoop? I do not, but there are many local basketball hoops around. It's kind of a tough sell, though. If I'm only going to be there, like, hey, hey, Kirsten, uh, <laughs> basketball. Jordan, they're not going to go shoot baskets. Like, if it was in your driveway, that's one thing. But, the real uh, question is, does Kirsten like video game bars? Uh, yeah, we've been to a couple of them. We like, yeah, I think we would like that. I, I, that's a, it depends. Are they free? It's like $5 to get in. But the, then the games are free? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Because I have a hard time, uh, justifying bars in, like bars in Chicago, $6. you have to like, well, you gotta pay for drinks and then you have to pay per game. It's like, that's just kind of a hassle. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, that is a, that is a, um, a shtick that I, I generally go for. So yeah, uh, Jordan, you know, Whatever you want to show us is going to be good. We haven't seen each other in uh, many years, so... As I'm, long I'm lo- as I'm with you, I'll be happy. I'm looking forward to a, a heartfelt embrace, and man, just talking a lot about home improvement in the podcast. I just, I mean, I just can't... <laughs> it's, our first, it's our first annual board meeting, you know, uh, with investors. We should make it a goal to not speak one word of home and podcast or anything related to it during that time. But I fear it will not happen. We gotta record something. 
Yeah, in person. Right. Maybe a little, maybe a little Periscope action. Ooh, that, would be, that might be easier than recording an episode. It might be, but maybe we'll just turn it into an episode after that. Jordan, what are we covering next week? Let's go to the videotape. That's what it's called. Yep. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought that was like a, a phrase. Like, let's go to the tape, and then I'll find out. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, looking forward to it. It's better than he ain't heavy. He's just irresponsible. You got a you got a plan for when this uh, man in the house episode's coming out, or are we just kind of stock uh, stock and stash in that one. Stock and stashing. Um, man, you know, I was thinking about late March. Okay. So right, later cool. this month. All right. Well, I gotta watch that soon. So. Yeah, we're recording next week, so I gotta yeah. watch it as well. But yeah, man, squatting dog lives. It's probably gonna be as like culturally aware as Black Panther is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's going to be a lot of twitchy Native American stuff in that yow. All right, well, so. I, can't wait to, I can't wait to kind of meander through that plot. Uh, <laughs> That's kind well, of what we've I chosen Chevy, as a profession at this point. Chevy Chase is going to fall over a lot, though. Nobody falls like Chevy Chase, so I'm looking Nobody. forward to that. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, Jordan, thank you for joining me. Paul F. Tompkins, uh, thank you for your conversation and for considering being on our, our flourishing Home Improvement Podcast. And if there's anything I can do to, uh, I or my co-host Jordan, to sway you to come on the show, let us know. Uh, we don't have money. Uh, we don't have much. We've got our pride. Uh, and uh, and that's enough for us. So thank you for listening, Jordan. Uh, oh, uh, let's Take care. Take care, everybody.